Welcome to College Street Victory Church. You're listening to the weekly podcast with Pastor Matt Funk. Well, we are uh, into a new series. I'm really excited. Check yes or no. This is the season that you're, you're, you may be dealing with some overloaded commitments you have in the past. Uh, now, as you go forward into this year, 2024, the year of more, you want to make sure that you're saying yes to the right things and no to the not so good things in your life. So this is a time for us to do inventory. So even as I'm sharing with you today and as we get into God's word, I'd encourage you uh, to pull out your phones, to pull out a piece of paper in front of you. Just make a list. You can put check yes in the left column, try, uh, check no in the right column. And as I'm speaking and as God is speaking through me, I believe he'll give you things and he'll confirm the things to say yes to and the things to say no to. All right. So we're going to talk about does it take more work to say yes or does it take more work to say no? And again, uh, there are things that may not be bad that you need to say no to, but they're not beneficial to where God is calling you, where God is calling your family, where God is calling your friendships, where God is calling uh, your career even in life, because he wants to use even that for his glory and his honor. Why? So that we can be blessed to be a blessing. All right. Uh, As we're entering into the new year of commitments, there are promises that we have made in the past that we need to continue with. And there are those things that we realize sometimes we make commitments that have a shelf life and there are other things that are for life. Like marriage, for instance. You know, we get up there and we say, I do. It's saying, I do till death do us part. You know, there's, there's a lifetime commitment. Now we understand too that life is full of ups and downs and there are conditions to that call. There's conditions to that commitment. So what I am not saying is we don't stay committed to an unhealthy, abusive relationship. Amen. So there are seasons where we've had to say no to things, but God what has still has more for you. He's got other relationships for you. He's got other plans for you. His plans are to prosper you, not to harm you, give you a hope and a future. Praise God. Jeremiah 29, 11. That's his plans. If you don't know that verse, you better write it down. You better learn it. You better own it. And you better speak it because out of the mouth comes life and death. Life and death are in the power of the tongue and those that love it will eat its fruit. I want to eat some good fruit in the season. I'm just saying. I say no to the rotten fruit. And one of the things that maybe you need to say no to is those words that you've been speaking and tolerating over yourself and over your family. Words like I can't, like I'm not good enough. Like I'm words, words like I'm, I'm not healthy. Come on. That speaks death, not life. If you want to check yes, check yes to freedom. Check, check yes uh, uh, to new beginnings. Check yes to receiving the blessings that God has for you in your life. I love that analogy of the umbrella, uh, Pastor Shar. That was great. You know, you can either be an umbrella or you can be a funnel. And I think that's just a beautiful analogy of, of your posture. Because are you in a posture of praise? Or are you in a posture of woe is me? You know, God wants us to look up if we are to receive what it is that he has for us. So again, I, I, I want you to look at even some of those small choices that you might be making that you think are so in, insignificant. And I want you to know sometimes it's the small things that are the big things. It's saying yes to smiling more. You know, it's maybe it's saying yes to holding hands, even if that's not naturally your love language. Maybe it's saying yes to in the morning, saying yes to Jesus, yes to the Lord, saying, Lord, I want to say yes to love. What does love demand of me today? I want to say yes to joy. Come on. If we 
recite and, and, we, and we rehearse it, we know that God's word says that today's the day the Lord has made, that we will rejoice and be glad in it. And then his mercies are made new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. I mean, that's a good thing to say yes to. My challenge to you is this, that it's actually easier to say no than it is to say yes. Because yes comes with commitment. Yes means I'm all in. Yes means I got to stick it out through the highs and even through the lows. And when I don't feel like it, I'm still said yes to you and yes to my calling in life. You know, 2 Chronicles 16, 9 says, for the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen, say strengthen, strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. Emphasis on fully committed to him. Remember the saying, my word is my bond. Someone said that to me last week and it just hit me. And they, and they said it with such conviction and such authority that I believed them in that moment. And I was like, wow, whatever happened to our word being our bond? Yes means I'm committed and I must follow through even when things don't go as planned or when I don't feel like it. There will be those days. Or when something better maybe comes along. I say, yes, I'm still in this for the long haul. Through the ups and downs, the highs and lows, saying yes to me means I'm committed to getting better and not becoming bitter. Saying yes to me is not about convenience. Yes to me is about calling. So let's take a look at what saying yes to Jesus looks like. Saying yes in the power of our tongue looks like and understanding the weight of our words and how they can affect the world around you. You ready? Oh, let's get into God. Are you ready? All right, that's better. You brought your Bibles with you. Would you raise them up in the air like you care? Come on, there you go. I like how they're glowing. Do it again. Can you raise them up around the audience, uh, around the room? I love seeing those glowing Bibles. That's so cool concert for Christ today, just so you know. We're going to go into Matthew 5. This is Jesus himself speaking. He goes through the Beatitudes. We won't get time for all of that. But I do want to read from the message version today. Don't judge me. <laughs> if you want to read in your King James Version, God loves you too. It's all right. But I'm going to read from the message today. And it's entitled this, Matthew 5, starting in verse 33, Empty Promises. And don't say anything that you don't mean. This counsel is embedded deep in our traditions. You only make things worse when you lay down a smokescreen of pious talk saying, hey, I'll pray for you and never end up doing it. Or saying, God be with you. And you don't mean it. You don't make your words true by embellishing them with religious lace. In making your speech sound more religious, it becomes less true. Just say yes and no. When you manipulate words to get your own way, you go wrong. There's a lot in there. A lot said, Jesus. I want to start with that first verse. Don't say anything that you don't mean. Don't say anything you don't mean. Our first point, before you say it, make sure you mean it. Before you say it, make sure you mean it. The NIV version says this again. You have heard it said to the people long ago, do not break your oath, but fulfill to the Lord your vows that you have made. My question for you guys, 
what vows have you made before the Lord and before man? What vows have you made? That might be good on, on your paper right now. You got your check, yes, check, yes or no. What vows have you made? Can you think of a time, how about this? Can you think of a time where maybe you said yes to something and you didn't really mean it? Maybe because you were so caught in the moment and you wanted to get your kids off your back? You ever been there? Okay, confession time, first to confess. I think it was when Aiden turned eight, am I right? Eight years old, whoo, eight is the number of new beginnings. Eight years old, Aiden comes to me and he's now 17. Is he? 16, almost, going 17, 16, 17-ish, yeah. Eight years old, Aiden comes to me, he said, Daddy, you promised me when I become eight that I could have a puppy. And I'm thinking, no way. I couldn't have said that. That couldn't have come out of my mouth. And then Pastor Shar says, yeah, you promised him. Two years ago, prior to, two years ago, he was on my case at six. Daddy, can I have a puppy? And I don't know where eight came from, but maybe I thought he'd forget about it in two years because he's a kid. Forget about it in two minutes. <laughs> no, his eighth birthday came and he said, Daddy, it's time for the puppy. We didn't have that picture of Lucy, did we? Oh, we got to find it for that. Come to the next service and we'll show you the picture. So cute. We have this picture of Aiden holding little, little Lucy. And, and we tried, I hope we can get him to do it again, but reenact the picture when he's older now, you know, when they do that. He's too cool for that. He's always asking me, he's like, are you going to use that picture on Facebook? And I'm like, no, I'm going to use it on YouTube. <laughs> so anyway, but true story, you know, be careful what you say yes to. If you're going to say yes to something, make sure you mean it. Don't get so caught up in the moment and you use your words loosely. <laughs> Otherwise, you might end up with a Lucy. That's the name of our dog. <laughs> She's part of the family now. We're stuck with her until death do us part. <laughs> We're stuck with that cute little dog. Praise God. She's just full of stuff. <laughs> Praise God. Okay. Let's go back to the scripture. It says, you don't make your words true by embellishing them with religious lace. Oh, I like this. As someone that isn't religious, <laughs> you think, pastor, you must be religious. Well, if we're talking about true religion, taking care of the orphans and the widows, then yes. But if we're talking about man-made religion, getting in the way of people coming to know Jesus, then no, it's about relationship, not about religion. The second point is don't use religion as a cop-out. Oh, you feel that? Using God's word as well. And I've, I've had this many times, just so you know, and I love it when God speaks to people, and he does. He speaks to us often. And God might tell you to do something or not do something. Just make sure you look for confirmation. Make sure you get it from wise counsel. Just throwing that out there. And make sure that if you're going to use God's, say God said it, that it doesn't go against his word. Okay, so there's just some things that you can put the filter through. Um, but there are times when, when some people come to me and they say, well, God said yes to this or God said no to this. I'm not. What am I going to do with that? You just laid down the trump card. You know, if, well, if God said, it must be. Now, every now and then I might have an opportunity, and actually everyone has the opportunity, but be careful. Make sure that you have permission to speak into somebody's life. That's key. Too many times we want to go hit him over the head with one of these and go, whoop. didn't you read the word, brother? <laughs> That's not love, is it? No, love listens. Got two of these, one of these. Maybe, God, maybe they're still working it out. Maybe they're trying to figure it out. Maybe you can help them down the path. 
maybe they're not completely wrong. Maybe that that there's something there, but they're looking for confirmation. You know, it says in a man's heart, he plans his ways, but God directs his steps. Maybe he or she's got a good plan, but just needs a little bit of direction, a little bit of coaching, a little bit of wisdom along the way. Yeah, it's good. Thank you, ladies. Welcome. It's good for them. Must be good for you. But you know, every now and then somebody might come to me and if I have permission to speak and I see a pattern, because you know, success leaves clues and so does failures. And if you see a pattern of, you know, using God's name, using God's name to get what they want done or, or um, and you realize there's an unhealthy pattern here. that You might be so bold as to say, well, I sure hope God gets it right this time. Yeah, be careful with that one. Don't ever say that to your spouse. <laughs> You better have a lot. I've only used that once, just so you know. (laughs) But as someone that could laugh with me, someone that I had permission with, somebody that, you know, that could realize, you know what? Maybe it's not God. Maybe it's me. It's a common denominator here, right? And so, but really we want to go to the source. We want to go to what God's word says about what to say yes to and what to say no to because alignment always comes before assignment. We want to align ourselves with God's will, God's way, right? And thank God Isaiah 55 says his ways are not our ways. They're higher. His thoughts are higher. Praise God. Praise God for, for scriptures like uh, Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. It says, trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all ways, acknowledge him. He'll make your path straight. Right, Tina? Tina's on camera right in the middle. Congratulations again on the engagement. I don't, oh, he's not back there. I don't know how long. I don't know how many times I stood here and and would point out Darcy on the drums and say, you know, ladies, he's still available. He's not available anymore, ladies. Sorry. Snooze you loose. (laughs) I mean, that's the, hey, what to say yes to. And and it's hard sometimes when when you know what you want to say yes to and God says, wait. Takes a lot of trust, right? To just continue to pray and wait that the Lord's got that right person for you. Got that right job for you. It's still part of the vision, but part of the, the trust and learning is the waiting. Some people call it the meantime. It can be mean sometimes, but I don't think it's so mean. It's all about how you look at it, right? Anyway, my prayer is that we all truly hear from God, that we recognize his voice and not the voice of another, that we know when God is telling us to say yes and when God is telling us to say no. In Matthew five thirty-seven, there, it says, just say yes and no. When you manipulate words to get your own way, you go wrong. I mean, that's enough said right there. Again, the NIV says, all you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond that comes from the evil one. Finally, say yes or no, but don't manipulate. Say yes or no, but don't manipulate. Our takeaway is this, just say yes or no. But check one, check one. You know, I saw something really cute. I'm just going to share it. It's okay to laugh sometimes, right? I saw this cute meme and it it said on there, are you drunk? Check yes or no. And the X missed both the boxes. (laughs) Thank you for laughing or something. I'm not, you know, I think, but isn't that us in life sometimes? We're so undecisive or we think we know what we're checking and we're totally missing the mark. You know, the definition of sin is actually an archery term. If you look it up, it means to miss the mark. Sometimes we don't even know what box to check. 
We don't even know what we're aiming at, but I'm telling you one thing for sure, your aim should always be higher and your aim should always be Jesus. Imagine if we said yes to freedom, yes to healing, yes to blessing, yes to breakthrough. No one wants to become trapped or cause someone else to be manipulated into doing something that God is not calling us to do, yes or no? Amen. Would you stand with me? The Lord has brought us to this space, this time, and this place. And maybe this message wasn't super deep for you, but I'm telling you something. God is speaking to you in his word today. He's laid it out. He's made it clear what to do, what not to do. But may your yeses be yeses and your noes be noes. Say yes to Jesus. Say yes to healing, yes to freedom. Say no to anxiety, no to pain, no to self-doubt, no to fear. No to the pressures of this world to conform to the patterns of it, but be transformed. Say yes by the renewing of your mind. The Lord impressed upon my heart to remind you that he has not given you a spirit of fear but a power, love, and sound mind. Say yes to that. Say yes to power, yes to love, yes to sound mind. For he is able to do above and beyond all that he that you could hope, imagine, or dream of, but according to his power within you. Say yes to Jesus. The Lord knew the weight and the storms and the things that we would come through. None of this is a surprise to him. If anything you're about to build in this lifetime, as you move forward, may it be built on the word of God. Because everything else is sinking sand. The storms will come, he said. But if it's built on the word, it will stand. Jesus himself said to his disciples when Peter had the revelation that he was Lord, he said, upon this rock, I will build my church and not even the gates of hell will prevail against it. If you're going to build your relationship, if you're going to build your future, if you're going to build your yeses, may it be built on the revelation that Jesus is Lord. I encourage you, build it on a relationship with Jesus, not on religion. If you're here today and you don't have that relationship with Jesus, I'm going to give you that opportunity right here, right now to start building right, to build on a solid foundation, a foundation of faith, not by your strength, but by his spirit, says the Lord. Paul said in Romans 10, verse nine, if we believe in our hearts, confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, believing that God the Father raised his son from the grave, that we will be saved. I mean, before you can go out and start changing the world, you got to let God change your heart. Just let him in and let go but let God. Would you pray with me right now? I'm going to lead you through a prayer. We're going to do just that. We're going to let go and we're going to let God in this moment right here. Just bow your heads, close your eyes. Repeat after me, say, dear Jesus, I'm ready. I'm ready to let go. I'm ready to say yes to you and say no to fear, no to anxiety, no to depression, no to religion. I say yes to a relationship with you. I believe that you died on the cross, that you rose from the grave. And I'm asking you to come into my heart 
and be Lord of my life. I'm turning from my ways and I'm turning to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Just stay in the moment right here, right now, while your eyes are closed and your heads are bowed. Stay in the moment. God is confirming what to say yes to. God is showing some of you something that you need to say no to that was supposed to be left in 2023. And I believe for you right now that God will break that thing. Whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Lord, loose your healing touch on my sister right now. Lord, I bind that thing that's been in my brother right now holding him down. And I cast it out in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, which we just prayed for the first time ever, I want you to do me a favor. On the count of three, I want you to put up your hand. One, two, three. Let's go. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, give the Lord some praise in the house. Thank you, Jesus. Give him some praise in the heavens. Thank you, Lord. And if you're here today, and today was your comeback moment, it says there's also a party going on for you in heaven. Just lift your hand up to the Lord right now. Say, today I renew my relationship with him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. This is just the beginning. Turn to someone and say, this is just the beginning. God's got good things for you. Tell him God's got good things for you. And now say, I know, I received that. There you go. Good job. All right, what we're going to do next is we're going to um, worship God because that's what we do. Um, we're also going to open it up for baptism. If those that might be here that have never been baptized or maybe you've been baptized in religion and it wasn't relationship, maybe you didn't know what you were even doing. Maybe you weren't even old enough to know we want to create an opportunity for you to step in with the Lord. To bury those things in the past. When you say yes to Jesus and you're baptized, you're telling everyone you're all in. As a follower and a disciple of Jesus, when you go into the water, represents when he went to the grave. He took the weight of that and he buried it. And when you come up out of the water, it says that you were resurrected with Jesus. So if that's you and you want to step in, as we worship, just step forward. It be an honor to be a part of this journey with you. Let's praise God. Thank you for tuning in today, and thank you for continuing to partner with us and for giving so generously to this ministry. If you would like to find out more about how you can partner with us, visit our website at www.wherepeoplematter.church and click the giving link. And don't forget to subscribe and share this with your friends. See you next time.